Public Books, the official podcast of the David A. Public Library. Me and Nick have nothing planned for next week. No. No, so. we don't know. We don't know what we're going to do for the Big 50. Yeah. So. so we shouldn't tell them that. Cause I, guess, you know, I guess their expectations are going to be so low because they're going to assume whatever we do, we just throw it together. If you think minute. about it, they should throw us a party. I think I think that would be appropriate. Like we're turning fifty and we're throwing our own yeah. shindig. It's, Woo kind of, it's actually us. sort of sad so, for yeah. us. Yeah, but we're almost we're one month away from our one year anniversary. I know so you and I. Crazy. No. Oh, okay. All the books. Oh, okay. August twenty second, I think, was our first. Uh, yeah. September post, is so. is our anniversary. Our yeah, that's right. Yeah, when we met. So October. Yeah. No, October was the play. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it's like I didn't get you anything. here nor there. I didn't get you a thing. Ooh, boy. Today we're talking. We're gonna we're gonna dip into Eric's world and talk a little bit about young adult books. Oh, geez, that could have gone anywhere. I, I thought know. we were gonna go that. I know, it like could. big that's, psychedelic. That's your trip, uh, like Fantastic Max. Eric is the teen librarian here at the David A. Howe Public Library, yeah. so we're we're gonna be in his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about young adult books, particularly yeah. graphic novels, because they've exploded lately. What if I was like so super Tim Burton and he was like, my house is a giant wheel, and then I like get in my house and it just rolls down the street? You don't street. have the hair to be Tim Burton. Don't even. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't Johnny go Depp? there at all. You could be Johnny Depp. Nice. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, you could be a Johnny Depp so, character. Yeah, yeah we're okay. going to talk about young adult graphic novels. It's fun. Yeah, it is so, fun. You read a few. I yeah. read a few. Yeah, that's I true. Think. It's not a competition, but whatever. Okay. I mean, it was the same number I gave. Yeah. Okay. Not one. Yeah. Well, well neither was bigger than the other number. Oh, boy. So, hey, well, let's talk about... Last week we talked about Star Trek. I don't know if anybody listened to that podcast because they knew we were talking about Star Trek, but... It did pretty good. Yeah, but then... uh, Oh, did it? Numbers-wise? Well, thanks, all the books listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Eric and I went to see Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. And we both really liked it. Yeah. We were totally on board with it. It makes a bigger Star Trek fan than uh, anybody else in this room. They know that now, but... Yeah. I was really happy with the movie. I thought it was a good adventure. I thought yeah. the characters were good. I liked the music. I'm going I, I to. I'm gonna. It. I'm gonna channel you for a second. Okay. Uh, I don't think you liked it that much. Huh. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. No. Start abrasive. I think that's, that's a good way. <laughs> All right. That's no, a good way to do it. It was good. It was a fun time. Yeah. It's better was, than I Into Darkness. Was, I think it was probably my favorite of the new three. Honestly. More than the I think original so. reboot. I think so. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. What else? Didn't you see another? Oh, you saw Ghostbusters. I did see Ghostbusters. Yeah, what did you think of Ghostbusters? It was okay. Okay. It was great. I mean, I, did I say it was great? I meant to say it wasn't great. Okay. The, the actresses Funny? were, yes, but a lot of the jokes didn't hit. Like, you could tell when it was improv. Okay. And I didn't love the improv so much, but there were a lot of really good lines in there. Okay. All the actresses were, like, you know, great, but uh, Kate McKinnon, in my mind, stole the show. Okay, she I became, love her. She's she became, like, the one that you wanted to watch all the uh, time. Okay. You kept waiting for her to say right. something. That at the end, when they're all getting like a big action scene, okay. she's the one who has like the most like yeah action cool. moment. But right. Leslie Jones was pretty funny. She oh, I like she had too. a lot of yeah. good lines. Kristen Wiig actually was playing like the straight man. Yeah, she's of it. that's sort of her thing. Lately. Even Melissa McCartney was kind of playing like the she was more uh, out there than Kristen Wiig. But th- those two were playing like more of the okay. the straight the parents. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, so Chris I Hemsworth. I still want to see it. I've never seen any of the others. Chris Hemsworth is in it all. as their receptionist. Okay, and. It's hilarious. He just plays this big, dumb idiot on the receptionist. It's just, it's too funny. So, cool. It's great. Well, I want to see it. <laughs> I started watching two shows over the weekend. I started watching Mr. Robot. You seen that? No, but I know the song Go Robot. Yeah, that's chili good. Peppers. yeah, that's good. So, uh, no, it's really, it's great though. I, I understand the hype because it really sucked us in right from the beginning. Nice. So. I also started watching The Colony. Did you see that? No. I'm not wild about that. Okay. That's a Are you show wild about Mary? USA. Yeah, I'm wild. Yeah, she's just wild about me. <laughs> okay. Um, I we started and finished the Netflix original series Stranger Things. Oh, it's eight episodes. Okay. Uh, you don't have Netflix. I, we have the discs. World. Oh, well, maybe you can get. Anyway, the uh, I think you dig the show. Okay. It's like uh, Stephen King is directed by Spielberg. Oh wow! So I'll take my, that. Even the the font. 
for the I, title Stephen scene King has said, like a Stephen King font to he it. He said something on Twitter about that. He show. said it was a great show. Yeah, yeah Renona Ryder's like in it. He likes Colony too, actually. So. Oh, all right. I guess he's all. So over I guess the place. this is the Stephen King show. No, well, I wasn't really that impressed with Colony. So. Okay, no, but it, it was really good. It, Stranger it, Things. Stranger it? Things. Stranger it's on things. Netflix right now. Okay, so we'll have to get it sometime. Yeah, when it gets on DVD. But I want to see it. it. Has that like it starts off like oh it's going to be kind of like ET and then it just becomes like oh no it's it's a horror film. Oh okay. So. But right. in eight episodes, it does what it wants to do and does it well. Okay. So I think you'd like it. All right. I haven't read enough Stephen King to say, like, this if is it what it is. But okay. a lot of people are referencing both Stand By Me and Firestarter. <laughs> Those are two that I haven't read. Have you seen the movie Stand By <laughs> no. Me? No. Me either. Or Firestarter. Yeah. That's Drew Barrymore, right? Maybe. Yeah, I'm yes. pretty sure it is. So. I think we had the paperback. Matthew Modine is in it. <laughs> oh, wow. Then you know it's good. <laughs> so it takes place in the 80s. It's very 80s. Okay. So fun. Even the intro like has like the eighties font and it has like an eighties music that sounds like it's coming from a movie that Mystery Science I'm Theater in. is watching. I'm one hundred percent in. So all right. That's exciting. What okay. have you been reading? Uh what have I been reading? I'm I read a bunch of graphic novels. Bookmarks. So we uh I, I can't talk too much about what I read, but I did read What? Is it a secret? Well no, because they're graphic they're YA graphic novels. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna say mine. I'm just not gonna talk about it. Oh, okay. Much. I read um American Born Chinese by Jean Lon Yang. Oh, that's a uh, that's a heavy hitter. Lucky a lot Penny of by Anatha Hirsch. I wanna read that. And The Junior Braves of the Apocalypse by Greg Smith. Okay, you made that up. Nope. Okay. We have that in our collection. Oh, okay. I also read the first two volumes of uh, Irredeemable by Mark Wade. It's Good. about the yeah, the first issue didn't blow me away. I was yeah. expecting, like, I'm sorry, know, crazy tell, tell him what it is. I interrupted. Um, Irredeemable is about a Superman-like figure yeah. in this uh, different superhero universe, but he goes crazy and yeah. just starts... He destroys, like, his main town, like, mm-hmm. his city, kills millions, sinks uh, Singapore, Wow! throws diamond like, from space, diamonds into the island, and then uses that as the base to push Singapore into the ocean. Wow. So, <laughs> uh, he's kind of crazy. But now it's like, why did he go crazy? How do okay. we stop him? Where's his main villain and all okay. this stuff? So, so, do you recommend it? Yeah, I mean, the first volume didn't, like, blow my mind. Because um, okay. I feel like I've, I've seen it a little bit before. But I like the second volume a little bit more. So, and then I read the Star Trek Green Lantern crossover special. Oh, yeah. So, it's pretty yeah. funny. You're right. It does work in a way. I know. You wouldn't expect so, it. I also, the art works really well. It does, and it's yeah. Too, so. it is a, it's a weird blend. And they yeah. just nail it. They yeah. hit it just right. So... Now you I, like now either just, Star Trek or yeah. Green Lantern. So. And now we just need to get the Green Lantern, not the Green Lantern, the Star Trek uh, Planet, Planet of the, the Apes, Apes yeah. crossover. Okay. There's also a Legion of Superheroes Is there? crossover. Mm. Yeah. I know. Mm. I know. Wait, were you doing the Star Trek thing there? Because <laughs> it sounded like it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and then right now I'm reading uh, The Wanderer. Not The Wanderer. That's a different book I need to read. I'm okay. reading the, This Immortal by Roger Zelensky, which is also Call Me Conrad Okay. by Roger Zelensky. Okay. It's okay. It's not blowing my mind either. You know, there's a bunch of Robert Heinlein books left in, our, in the book sale that nobody's snatched up yet. Oh, really? No, I got some. Oh, you got I got uh, oh, more. His Girl there's Friday more. and uh, The Cat Who Walked Through Walls. Okay. But I think the cat in the situation is just like a cool guy. Like a cool like, cat. check like, out hey, that daddy, cat. Walk through walls. I just walked through the walls yeah. like it was nothing. Yeah, like, like that. that guy. <laughs> so Robert Heinlein's cool. The Cool Cat yeah. Walked Through Walls yeah. of my mind. <laughs> cool. Anyways, what are you reading? Well, I mean, you well, have those two shows. Yeah, no, I know. I finished a bunch of stuff. You, like Eric, I sort of boned up on the uh, YA graphic novels a little bit. Okay. Uh, from our collection, I read Chiggers by Hope Larson, yeah. which I really enjoyed. We've had it for quite a while. Yeah. I think it predates you even. I don't think you ordered this one. No. I'm older. Uh, I read Giant Days by John Allison, and I read The Best of Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's save your opinions about Giant Days. Let's, let's just not even cover what you think of that. 
when we get to it. Weird. Because I saw your Goodreads review, and I don't want to deal with you. Weird, weird response. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we'll skip those for now, because we're going to talk about them later. Okay. Uh, for graphics, adult graphics, I read Star Trek Volume 5 of the ongoing series. Yeah. Good. It was all, each each issue was like backstory on the main characters, which yeah. they never really done. You'd never see that. So yeah. that was kind of a cool one. Uh, I read All New Captain America, Fear Him. Not good. Can I you like... believe that Marvel Comics has their own Scarecrow? I know. Isn't that stupid? It is so stupid. But he's been stupid. around since the 60s. Yeah. It's not like... Batman Scarecrow. No, I know. But he does have like it's, a fear gas. It's exactly the same. Apparently you can't copyright the name Scarecrow okay. because it's a thing. Right. So I looked it up and the, their DC beat them by like 20 years. Yeah. They're still like, screw it. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I was really confused. And what's crazy like, is, is that Daredevil... The Marvel hero Daredevil has a villain called Mr. Fear who yeah. uses fear gas. That's crazy. Too much. Too so. much. So this is, uh, this is a new one in our... In our uh, right now you'll find it in our new book section. That was a nerdy upset graphic. we just had. <laughs> I know it was. Uh, I read... Let's see. Oh, I read The Best of Dear Abby. <laughs> okay. Do you feel better about yourself? <laughs> I do. No, it was a lot of fun. It's Wait, are like, you leaving your wife now? No. Oh. No. I don't she... understand how Dear Abby's work then. Don't you always just, doesn't the person no, always leave their it's spouse? Just, it's just an advice column. Oh. It's just everything. It, the book is grouped into different, like, different subjects, and then she sort of does commentary. Some of them were hilarious. Okay. I've been reading just the daily, I mean, what, while I'm interim director, I get the, the Wellsville paper, like, right to me, so I'm always, like, flipping through. And so I've been reading Dear Abby, like, regularly, mm. but I never read any of the classic stuff, so okay. I picked it up and read it. Cray cray. And uh, I liked it. So I took a little break from what I've been reading, which is Close to You by Mary Jane Clark. So I'm back on that now. And I am enjoying that. That's part of her key news series. And then I'm also reading uh, Dogs of War by Sheila Keenan, I believe it is. Sheila Keenan. Can't tell you. It's a YA graphic. Oh. I was hoping to finish it in time for this. Uh, I also have one I didn't so. finish. But I'm enjoying it so far. It says okay. World War II. It follows oh. like a, a 16-year-old who lies about his age and is in the war, and he's got a dog with him. So, I mean, cool. dynamite right there. So dynamite. I'm enjoying both of those. So heavy, heavy re- we- yeah. hmm. reading week. Reading week. Sorry. That's scary. I know. I lost my mind Start for a panicking. minute. Yeah. Uh, so you want to talk about some upcoming books? What yeah. We have coming out? I felt like there was something that was actually book news. Really? But now I forget. Like, so, hey, you, you saw yeah. the, uh, the, what, women's equivalent yes. of book shots? They yes. really do have a yeah. female. If you follow us on Twitter, I, I came across James Patterson's bookshot. Bookshots Flames, they're called, and they're clearly marketed towards women. Not to say that men can't read them, but the yeah. goal of these, obviously, is like yeah. his and hers. Yeah. So, weird, weird, weird. We're, we're experimenting in getting them. Okay. So, we're gonna, we have a bunch. In the, we have three, I think, in the collection right mm-hmm. now, and there's a bunch more coming out. So, we're going to get them for a while, see if people like them. They're okay. dirt cheap. They're like $2. Okay. So, if people like them, we'll keep them. If you don't like them, then we'll stop getting them. Nice. So. I've been experimenting, uh, trying to combine a shark and an octopus. Oh, a sharktopus. Yeah. Okay. So the idea is that the shark can grab you. Yeah, that's. I think that's a sci-fi original movie. Is it? I think it is. Yeah, <sighs> sharktopus. I gotta sure. come up with a new animal yeah, combination: tiger and elephant. There's also Sharknado, oh, but no, that's different. You. That'd be kind of terrifying, right? Like a tiger the size of an elephant with a trunk that can pick you up and then eat you. Would it be quick though? I mean, I think it would be like lumbering and slow. Well, elephants can move like 35 miles an hour. Yeah, I guess that's fast. It's you think that's yeah, fast? It's pretty fast. I'm pretty sure. Of okay, fine. It's charging fast. elephants. It's gonna fast. Keep you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, how about I go? First? They both enjoy water. Do you that's know true. tigers are the only uh, big cats that seek out water just for fun? I did not know that. Yeah, they'll just get in the water. And Listeners, play. did you know that? Maybe some. What did they say? I, guys, please speak up. I can't hear you. I'm not getting it. I okay, yeah. I can't hear him. The microphone works you guys, one please, way. Please scream louder into your uh, yeah. mobile devices. All right, so we're doing book news. We are doing book news. All right, so we're going to talk large print. 
This just in, James Patterson has died. No. No, he hasn't. That's oh not good news. Why, that would just close the publishing world. I know. Like We'd that. be out of business. I know. 50% of the books that come out every month are James Patterson. <laughs> so these are coming out in September for you in large print. The I Comfort know. of Favorite Things by Allison Kent. Who doesn't love The Comfort of Favorite Things? They're your favorite things. They provide comfort. Yeah. Anyway, this is book five <laughs> in her Hope Springs series. Uh, no matter how many years Dakota Keller has spent trying, he can't outrun his past. So when a private investigator tells him his sister needs him, he travels to the small Texas town of Hope Springs to start a new life with the support of his siblings. When he arrives to do a routine construction job at the town's new espresso bar, he's shocked to discover that the owner is Thea Clark, the girl he couldn't resist in high school. Is that... Ooh. Did Batman just drive by? I know, it was like a motorcycle. chasing after two uh, The girl he couldn't resist in high school and whose memory kept him sane in prison. Ooh, interesting. He's got, he's got a backstory. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's the comfort of things. Comfort What's of your backstory? Things. Sorry. Oh, I can't tell you that. Come on. Share also, your backstory. Also in large print, uh, this is my backstory. <laughs> Return to Red River. Uh, the Shootist magazine says Boggs is unparalleled. This is by Johnny D. Boggs. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Johnny D. Boggs. Man. Yeah. He should, it sounds like he was born with a banjo on his knee, yeah. wasn't it? I guess yeah. that was old Susanna. Boggs is unparalleled in evoking the gritty reality of the Old West. <laughs> stupid. Red, <laughs> you're stupid. Red River is one of the greatest Westerns ever told. Have you seen Red River? Yeah. Okay. A novel that became the classic John Wayne movie in 1948. And now Rex award, Montgomery. Yeah. Now award-winning Johnny D. Boggs presents a powerful sequel destined to be a western masterpiece in its sure own right. sure is i don't know i don't know if it's destined to be nothing's that, so. nothing's as big as anyway, the western genre right I, now. I know yeah <laughs> this is the the large print book sequel from the movie you've been waiting for since 1948 so. yeah so a lot of people who've been waiting for it are uh, gone excuse me now. like they're out of town uh okay <laughs> return to red river by johnny d boggs yeah. so if you're a johnny d boggs fan yeah. I mean, I guess I should say, those of you who aren't Johnny D. Boggs fans, put your hands in the air. Wow. Not a lot. No, it's not very many yeah, hands at all. Okay, yeah, put your hands down. This is the easier down. way to count. You were put right. Put your hands down. Uh, Hagseed. I'm sorry I said this. Is that the title? <laughs> that is, is that the name that of is the, the opera? That is the title. <laughs> Hagseed by Margaret Atwood. This is the series listed as Hogarth Mrs. Carruthers is an old Hagseed, you ask me! I guess, yeah, I guess so. Hagseed. This is coming out October 11th, 2016. Hagseed is a revisiting of Shakespeare's play of Magic and Illusion, The Tempest, and will be the fourth novel oh. in the Hogarth Shakespeare series. Margaret Atwood fans and Shakespeare fans, this is a marriage of your favorite things. Hey, Hagseed. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, this is the one that I was thinking of last week that I couldn't remember, but Catalyst, a Rogue One novel. This is a new Star Wars book coming ah. out... Wish I could tell you. Let's Sometime see. November 15th. November 15th. Uh, James Lucino, a pretty popular Star, Star Wars author. He sure wrote is. The, the Darth... Um, Plagueis? Yeah, Darth Plagueis. And Darth he wrote Bane? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, the yeah. must-have prequel novel to Rogue One, a Star Wars story, the upcoming film set before the events of Star Wars, A New Hope, Man. that reveals the untold story of the rebel effort to steal the plans. So the, the, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this is... This is a sequel to the prequels and a prequel to the prequel. You're being, you're being silly. Is you're that being, right? Just, you're being confusing. It's a sequel purpose. to the prequels. Rogue One. But it's a prequel to the prequel is an in of be- A New Hope. In between quill. In between quill. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's a, Star Wars Rogue One takes place after episode three. It's a sequel to the prequel and a prequel Star to Wars the sequel. New Hope. Is that right? But the book, yes, is a prequel to the prequel. Prequel to the prequel. A sequel. It's of not prequel. hard. You just watch episode three, okay. you read Rogue One, this novel, okay. and then you watch Rogue One. That's what I'm saying. Sequel, prequel, prequel, um, prequel. Yeah. Sequel. Yeah. 
fine. Yeah. Uh, so People anyway, uh, seem really excited about this one, considering how much they hate prequels of Star Wars films. I know, and like they're um, they're just forgetting that I know Rogue One is a prequel. Yeah, it's totally there. So Jar Jar Binks is gonna be like, guess what? The- <laughs> I'm in the Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I want to apologize to our listeners. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> screaming no! For screaming. Not I only pitched. did you make them go deaf, the last thing they ever heard was a Jar Jar Binks <laughs> impression. <laughs> a very solid one, I mean. Yeah. Uh, here's a little uh, sample of James Patterson's bookshots, Flames, for her. Strong enough for a man, but written for one. What? <laughs> like that deodorant commercial from the 90s. Oh, I'm the only one who remembers 90s deodorant commercials. Yeah. I do remember the old Nest Tea commercials with the snowman. Okay. You remember him? Yeah. He'd like be a skeleton. Then he'd drink the cool yeah. iced tea and then yeah. he'd get all covered in he snow snowman. again. But what he about, was like a biker. What about the Campbell's one? It's the reverse. Snowman, he has the Campbell's soup. He becomes a nice little boy. Is that true? Yeah. I remember that. He's like, I never knew there was chicken in this soup. Uh, Maybe that's a different one. I forget. That. I can't remember. That's wow. that's a classic Campbell's okay. line. Pizza Hut making it great. Yeah. That's Do you another. remember uh, Pizza Face from Pizza Hut? No. He, he was just a slice of pizza, Ugh. and he had to deal with uh, Steve, the pizza slicer. No. Yeah, it was just like he, he was like a Mr. Ov- Bill the kind oven of mitt. Remember the oven mitt from no. Uh, Arby's? No. So oh that was yeah. A thing for a while. Yeah. The hamburger helper guy, obviously. Yeah. I think those two ever hooked up. The hamburger helper guy and the, and the, and oven the mitt? Arby's mitt. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Okay. I hope so. I hope they found each other. Yeah. There's not a lot of options out there. Yeah. Ten, wait, what is this? $10 million marriage <laughs> proposals. $10 million marriage proposal by James Patterson. Oh, what's this? Oh, he has a co-author with him. Weird. That's strange. Yeah. James Patterson. He can't even write five chapters alone. <laughs> How busy is he? And Hillary Lipton. <laughs> James Patterson's bookshots. Yeah. Short, fast-paced, high-impact entertainment. Do you think he's just... Will you marry me for $10 million? Yes. I am a creative, open-minded oh. businessman with limited time and desire to play the field. This is a serious proposal. A mysterious billboard intrigues three single women in L.A. Only three? Only three? Three. $10 million. Three people respond to that. But who is this Mr. Wright, and is he the perfect match for the lucky winner? I bet he now, is. If I'm not mistaking, this is the plot to the Beverly Hillbillies movie starring Jim Varney and Diedrich Bader. Do you See, remember that? Yes, but it also sounds like um, that... Chris O'Donnell film, I can't remember. The, ba- the, Bachelor. Uh, the Bachelor. The Bachelor, yeah. So, where he would get Chris all that O'Donnell. money yep. if uh, he could find somebody. Yeah. Remember, remember when uh, he was in his mid-50s and he played Robin the Boy Wonder? Yeah. Do you remember that? Great, yeah. Good times. <laughs> Good times, great oldies. All right. Next and finally, we have Cakewalk by Rita Mae Brown. Rita Mae Brown, classic. You know what uh, I don't get about Batman and Robin? Mystery. Here's the thing. I, I want to hear he, When Chris O'Donnell, as Robin, yeah. or as, you know, yeah. Dick Grayson comes in. He's in the cave and everything. Yeah. We're talking about Batman Forever. We're right? talking about Batman Forever now. Yeah, the, the 1995 Batman 90, film yeah. with Val Kilmer and Chris O'Donnell. Ago. Twenty years ago, uh, <laughs> he walks up and he comes up with all these names. Like, what should I call myself? This person, this person, Nightwing, and then he settles on Robin. Yeah, like he said, Nightwing. Yeah, but one of the options was also Bat Boy. Bat Boy yeah. was his name. I'm like, you're older than my dad. Yeah. So why don't you stop? Yeah. Calling yourself Bat Boy. I love that movie though. I'm not gonna lie to you. Batman Forever. If Remember when to- the mom is like. When if I had like, to rewatch a classic, like one of the four Batmans, it would be Batman Forever. Anytime. Okay. Anyway. It would be Batman Returns. Yeah, Batman Returns anyway. is fun. It's, good it's also stupid when he's like, my mom said I swooped in like a robin. Yeah, like, swoops. nobody ever says you swoop in like yeah, a what robin. What does that even mean? Are robins known for swooping? No. It makes sense swoop if in he like was a bird like of prey. Falcon. Yeah. <laughs> I swooped in like a falcon. I swooped in like a hawk. Batman and Red Tail yeah. Falcon hit yeah. the road. Cakewalk by Rita Falcon. <laughs> Tobias? No. The Animorphs character? Different. No. Hold on. I have a suggestion for next week. I just want to read this. Yeah. What if, because we're getting ready for Suicide Squad's coming. Yeah. What if we put together a team? Yeah. Like, we each come in with a team of villains from uh, 
literary reads. Wow. And they're, you know, they have to be the heroes of yeah. the story. So, so they're the heroes. Yeah. They become the heroes. Well, they're like a team okay. put together by a bigger villain. Okay. Dibs on Captain Nemo. Is he a villain? No, but he's villainous. Wouldn't his hubris be the villainy in that? I think so. so. Yeah. You're right. You're okay. right. Uh, so you're also going to get Ishmael's, uh, not yeah. Ishmael, jeez, uh, Abrams. Ahab. Abraham? Ahab. Yeah, Captain Ahab. Ahab's uh, yeah. determination. Yeah, I'm going to get that. Too. It's just going to be. <laughs> just yeah. let it go! Yeah. No! <laughs> they're basically just like Care Bears. They each have their own. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Cakewalk by Rita Mae Brown, continuing mm. in the exuberant tradition of six of one bingo. You read that, right? And Loose Lips, <laughs> another favorite yeah, of Eric's. Sure. New York Times bestselling author Rita Mae Brown returns to her much loved fictional hamlet of Runnymede, whose memorable citizens are welcoming <laughs> both the end of the Great War and the beginning of the New Did you just say era. Grape War? Yeah, that's right. Grape Ape <laughs> goes. <laughs> he fights Lucille Ball, the, the grape stomping. Yeah. You remember. All right, that's it for me. I, I, right. I want to be done with this part. You know how there's, like, all these, like, walks in the world? Like, yeah. let's go on a pokey walk. Let's go on a, yeah. you know, walk to, like, fight walk, for something. A walk to remember. Yeah. Okay. Why don't, like, anybody, why doesn't anybody hold, like, a cake walk? Just you and a bunch of people walk through Boston eating cake. Okay. That, I'm just wondering why there isn't a thing. Oh, I think that's, yeah, I think that's. Should, should we do that? Should we that's, start it? That's a sign of depression, I think, just wandering through a city. No, but with friends. Cake. Oh, with friends, okay. Yeah, you and me right. just walking through Wellsville. It still eating feels cake. like a cry for help. Hmm. Yeah, I guess so. so. I guess I would be hoping somebody all would right, stop so what, me. What do you have coming up, like, right now? Uh, all right, I got a bunch of stuff coming out okay. uh, July 26th. All right. But then I have something coming out July 31st. I'm going to cover hold, that last. Hold on. July 31st is a Sunday, hold so on. we have to cover it this week. We do, yeah. So let's see. We got Batman's favorite book here by Anne Holt, Dead Joker, a Han <laughs> Wilhelm's wow. novel. Oh, no. Yeah, Dead Joker. Oh, boy. Batman reads that every night. I just, oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Won't do it, though. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> Wait. Is Batman... But if he's reading it, yeah, he's saying he's yeah. God in this situation. No, because he's he's saying he hopes that uh, okay. he hopes that it will be picked right. up. Killer look Ooh. by Linda Fairstein. Yeah. I guess this is about Blondie. Oh, really? Because she had a killer look back in oh, the eighties. Okay. No, I don't know. It's yeah. Linda Fairstein's we know. killer look. Okay. You don't know what? That it was a joke. Yeah, I know it was a joke. <sighs> this is my favorite book. One less problem without you. How dare you? <laughs> by How Anderson. dare you? So. I don't recognize this author's name. Let's see what the last paragraph of this says. With a cast of quirky characters and oh, Beth Havison's trademark wit and warmth, one less problem without you is sure to please Havison fans and garner new ones. That did not help me, considering I've never heard of this no, author. No. But like, if you like Harbison, well, you're going to love it, because Harbison's at her most Harbison. You're going to continue liking it. <laughs> <laughs> the Lost Girls by Heather Young. Do you recognize Heather Young? No. Soon, Justine's troubled oldest daughter becomes obsessed with Emily's disappearance. Her mother arrives to steal her inheritance, and the man she left launches a dangerous plan to get her back. In a house haunted by the sorrows of the women who came before her, Justine must overcome their tragic legacy if she hopes to save herself and her children. Mm. Ooh, kind of smells spooky. It is a little spooky, yeah. The Unseen World by Liz Moore. I recognize that name. Me too. Don't know what it is. Okay. What uh, Ada discovers on her journey into virtual universe will keep the reader riveted until the unseen world's heart-stopping, fascinating conclusion. Hmm. Have nice, you ever read nice a book? That alliteration. That was good. Have you ever read a book where you're like, yeah, man, this a few books. This uh, conclusion is just heart-stopping. Yeah. Sometimes my my heart feels stopped because I yeah. Is it book related though? Yeah. Yeah, it's book related. It's book related. Okay. <laughs> Still, that sounds. Lisa. Uh, no, Leanne Moriarty. Do you recognize that name? I know Professor Moriarty. 
Uh, Arch villain of Sherlock She wrote Holmes. The Husband's Secret, Big Little Lies, and What Alice Forgot. No. Oh, oh What well, Alice Forgot. Okay. No, that's yeah, a big okay. one. Well, Truly Madly Guilty. I don't like the Moriarty. title. I don't like the title. Uh, well, uh, she's married to Moriarty, the Sherlock villain. Oh, okay. Then I'm in. You don't like the Truly Madly Guilty? No, I don't. Truly Madly British. Deeply. It's very British, don't right? You, you know that song, right? British. No, I don't. By You don't know that song? I don't. I want a bath with you in the ocean. I should have seen that. Uh, Heroes of the Frontier by Dave Eggers. You like Eggers? No, I read The Circle and did not get into it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wait, was that a Western? The Circle? No, it's that one about like a Google type thing. It's a, they're making it into a Tom Hanks oh, movie. Oh, you're right. Not you're, Sully. Yeah. Not Sully. It's yep. a different one. All right. Well, it's a tremendous new novel from the guy who wrote The Circle. It's a Sounds. darkly comic story of a mother and her two young children on a journey through an Alaskan wilderness plagued by wildfires and uniquely American madness. Is JTT Alaskan there? wildfires? I don't know. I guess it's a oh. thing. All right. July 31st. I don't know if you've heard of this. This one kind of just snuck in. Uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, hmm. parts one and two, special rehearsal edition script. Never heard of it. It's the official script book of the original West End production. You know, I enjoyed the Harry Potter films, and the, or the movies. Uh-huh. Well, I, I like the movies, but I mean I enjoyed the books. Oh, boy. I know. The eighth sorry. story, 19 years later. Yeah. But I am not interested in this in the least. I mean, I know people are, and I'm, I'm like, I wish I was excited about it, but it just sounds like... I don't know. It's so disconnected. It's just a script. It's not a novel. She, Rowling didn't really like write it. She mm. just was kind of like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. So I don't. It was always difficult being Harry Potter, and sure, it isn't it was, much yeah. easier now that he's an overworked employee of the Ministry of Magic, a husband, and a father of three school-aged oh, children. Boy. Now I'm in. While Harry grapples with a past that refuses to stay where it belongs, yeah. his youngest son Albus must struggle with the weight of a family legacy he never wanted. Because his dad's Harry Potter. Probably. Right. Sure. As past and present fuse ominously, both father and son learn the uncomfortable truth. Sometimes, darkness comes from unexpected places. Well, guess what, Harry Potter? Mm. Dark necessity is a part of my design. Another just two Chili Pepper references. What was the first one? Go Robot. Go Robot, yeah. yeah. sure. So anyway, after that description, do you think you're more on board for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child? No. I don't, I don't really plan on reading it. I don't have anything against it. Yeah. But it just I, don't think, as, I don't think libraries know where to put it yet. I know. Nobody's I mean, read it. Nobody knows if it's going to go in kids, yeah, if it's no, going to go in adults, if it's going to go in nonfiction. In scripts. Yeah. It should be nonfiction adult, but yeah. I mean, it would get more play if it sat right next to the other yeah. Harry Potter books. Get more play? Yeah, because yeah, it's a script. Because it's a play. No, I understand. All right. Let's do the New York Times bestsellers list for I'm hardcover excited. fiction. I'm so excited. Number 10, Here's to Us by Ellen Hildebrand. Mm-hmm. Number 9, Life Debt Aftermath by Chuck Windig. This is Star Wars. Life colon. Debt Aftermath. Yeah. yeah, a lot of colons here. Yeah. It's the continuation of Star Wars Aftermath. The second Every, book. Everybody loved. Yeah. What did we say last time we checked it on Amazon? It was like two stars. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. Boy, two stars, two stars for a Star Wars book. Yeah. You when know, there had you been know like, it's got to yeah. be bad. Uh, number eight, All the Light We Cannot See by Anthony Dewar. Yeah. Oh, That's sorry, Nick. back up. Number seven, The Nightingale. You know what? By Kristen Henna. I feel like you're reading the wrong No. Date. No. Nope, this is the one for ending July 1st, 2016. I am so sorry, man. July 1st? No, July 31st. Oh, 31st. Okay, fine, go on. Sorry, man. Number six, End of Watch, Stephen King. Okay. Number five, The Games by James Patterson and Mark Sullivan. Mm -hmm. Or Private Novel, Private Rio. Private Rio, yeah. Yeah. Number four, Magic by Danielle Steele. Did we already say everything she does is magic? It's magic. First Comes Love by Emily Griffin, number three. Number two is The Girls by Emma Klein. Hmm. That one has stayed 
at yeah, number it's, two. It's, yeah, it's up number one, The Black Widow by Daniel Silva. Hmm. It's uh, Gabriel Allen. The... Daniel. What did I say? Daniel. All right, I keep <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Yeah. Silva. Daniel Silva. Gabriel Allen, the Israeli art restorer and spy, recruits and trains a doctor from Jerusalem to help capture a secret ISIS terrorist in France. Mm. Who's the Rip Black Widow the in this situation? Right? Uh, Natasha Romanoff. Oh, okay, sure. <laughs> All right. This has been popular. I just had somebody come in asking for that, and I was looking, um, and it's not. Uh, it's it's got a huge hold list on it. The Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Our copy of it is checked out instantly, and we're you know we've got like ten people waiting, so hmm. you know. Pretty big deal. Yeah. All right, that's all I got for book news, man. Okay. I can make some stuff up. I would like that. Uh, yeah, Danielle Steele and uh, Clive... James Patterson. Cussler are okay. getting married. Oh, my gosh. Yay, Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. Those Heather, two found each other. Heather Graham is co-writing a book with actress Heather Graham. <gasps> Graham on Graham? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So It's about a Graham Cracker factory? Yeah. <laughs> I'm running out of so fake, fake yeah, book that's news. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, Elvis is back. He's he's not what? he's not dead. Oh my! And gosh. he's writing a book about how that's he pretended crazy. to not be how he pretended to be dead. Can I tell you that what you're saying is insane? That Elvis really? Yeah. You hey, wouldn't read a book by Elvis Presley about this what he did that. while he was I would. faking death. Yeah, I would totally. What would he call it though? Boy, <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to think about that one all for right. a while. Um, caught in a trap. There you go. Maybe yeah. can't walk out. Yeah. Uh, you you brought up all those classic authors and we have a million of books by those authors in our book sale right now it's Clive Cussler we got Cussler we got yeah. Steele everybody you mentioned Heather Graham yeah. they're all in there Patterson. so uh, it's uh, people have gotten a lot of stuff but there's a lot of good stuff left yeah. so come and check it out we I don't think some of those open. authors like the idea of you calling them classic authors well it's just they've been writing forever that's true so long before us yeah long now some of them have been writing since we've been born that's true some like, before Clive Cussler 60s oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's when it was okay to is he? No, he's not that old. That's, that's too old. He would be dead. No, he really. Well, probably. People aren't living to 115 anymore. He had a lot of turmeric. He'd probably be okay. Some people in Okinawa are really. Well, maybe not 115, but okay. at least 107. Okay, so you don't really know. It's a blue zone. Okay. <laughs> blue zone. There are places where people live to like past 100 because wow. of their their way of life. Wow. Yeah. You should go. There's a book called Blue Zones. You I've heard go it. There. It's good. Okay. Well, I don't think I would because I would eat. I would still eat French fries. You'd have no. You'd have to stop. That's not allowed mm, in the yeah. blue zone. They don't eat a lot of meat, people okay. who survive past 100. Okay. Well, they Eric, garden. They raise pets. Good. I'm excited you for You need them. a few pets, man. We do. You only have a couple of cats, dogs, and a, babies. And a, and a Russian tortoise. And a Russian tortoise. Yeah, I know. You shouldn't not count enough. a baby as a pet. No, you shouldn't. You should, he doesn't like it at all. Would you call Slimer in the originals, the real Ghostbusters I, cartoon, a pet or I don't a know friend? how many times I have to tell you that I've seen nothing... Even remotely related to the Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters cartoon. I, no, I've seen nothing. You've never, you never saw the cartoon Ghostbusters? No, I've, no. You're disgusting. Let's, let's get on to the segment. Really I can't handle you anymore. That's <laughs> rude. Okay, so, well, take us in, buddy. This is, this is your This is your book. Oh, I don't have an intro planned. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, hold on, I got it. This is awful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, okay. okay, I'm going to stand Are up. You, oh, my gosh, she's throwing uh, People of this podcast. Tap me in. Okay. Tap me in. Oh, my gosh. So, Eric's been cultivating our teen collection over the last couple of years, and one of the places where we've seen significant growth would be in the graphic novels. And not just manga, which we have separated. We have the manga section, we have the young adult graphics, we have junior graphics for kids sort of 12 and under, then we have the adult graphics, obviously. But um, All sections have seen great popularity. Yeah, they have. They have. So we split everything up, gave gave them their own identity, gave them their own location, and then Eric's been cultivating, particularly the YA collection, uh, and getting that 
yeah. fleshed out, filled out, yeah. uh, things that appeal to uh, everyone. I mean, there's some that are clearly sort of marketed towards girls and some more towards boys. Uh, we have a blend of all of those. We have sci-fi, we have classics, mm-hmm. we have everything. And yeah. they have they have really, it's really taken off. Yeah. So I think giving it its own space has helped a lot. Yeah. Having sort of a light on like, these are graphics for teens. Mm-hmm. I think that's been appealing to them. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're, you're keeping up with it as new things come out. So it's... it's well, we it's get a lot of, like, um, like during the summer, we get a lot of uh, younger boys who will read stuff from the junior, the juvenile graphic novels, like uh, like the Pokemon, like Mega Man, um, those like Star Wars Jedi Academy ones. I can't remember oh, what yeah. they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, Bone and all those like yeah. you know younger ones. But then when they get older, you know they still have that desire yeah. to read them. So then right. we got to have stuff to get them as well. Yeah, but. Uh, it's interesting because you get a lot of younger boys reading the uh, the juvenile graphic novels, but then you get a lot of like teen girls reading the YA graphic novels. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I wonder if there's something like girls are just more prone to read graphics when they get older than yeah. I don't know, but I mean we we get plenty of young girls reading juvenile graphic Smile and uh, Sisters. Yeah, the, the Babysitters Club well, graphics yeah. are pretty. What popular. do you call that? What's her that author's last name? Telgemeier. Oh, Telgemeier. She's yeah. you know. She Eric can, and I met her once. Yeah, she can just print gold. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. Well, I noticed now uh, uh, Katura, our children's librarian, is doing a, a, a book club Roller on Girl. Roller Girl. Yeah. And the new editions of Roller Girl come with a big blurb from Raina Telgemeier yeah. on the front that's like, yeah. you know, check yeah. this out. So, so, yeah, they know. But it's a big they deal. They know what's up. So, I guess we're just going to talk about some of the young adult graphic novels we have read. Yeah. And are in our own club. Well, talk a little bit about your book club first, because that, that's what sort of got us going. Uh, yeah, let me just remember which one we're doing. It's In Real Life mm-hmm. by Corey Doctero, mm-hmm. illustrated by Jen Wang. Yeah. So, it's a good one. I think it won some awards. I'm not... <laughs> I can't remember. It says it won... It was a good reads choice. It won oh, yeah, it definitely was that. Teen Board Award in Milwaukee. Anyways, this came out in 2014. Okay. It's pretty good. It's about a girl who... Uh, is a slightly socially awkward, but starts playing an online-only role-playing game mm-hmm. and kind of comes into her own during it. Yeah. She has some life lessons to learn. So, Yeah. So how did you, <laughs> did you just, how did you find this one? Uh, when I first got here, we, like, I used a lot of budget to buy some graphic novels, and mm-hmm. I, I can't remember if I went on Goodreads or Amazon or what I had done to try. I had looked for, like, a specific young adult graphic novel. Okay. And then I went to, like, other readers oh, bought yeah, this like, and kept this going. Okay. And In Real Life was on one of the, like, Okay, it's got a great ones. cover. The yeah, cover, it's a good cover. The cover's, like, her in real life. And then... And, like, her... What, what would you game. say? Like, her avatar yeah. in, the, in the game. So... It's a cool... It's a compelling cover. Yeah. I really like it a lot. Uh, you read it quite a while ago. My yeah, wife it was, like, it. when I first got here, when we first she got liked it. it. I picked it up because I knew you were doing it for the book club. Yeah. And I just was curious about it. And I ended up really liking it. Yeah. And I think that it's actually a really good choice for a book club. Because she goes and she meets other people and, and they sort of develop a friendship. And then she, the main character, sort of, um, I don't know, she starts giving them advice and that, yeah. that causes some problems. And so I think there's a lot of things that you'll yeah. be able to like latch onto and talk about. Like, was this a good thing to do? Was this, you know, yeah. helpful? So I, I think it'll be a good book club. But I was pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It, it, uh, she meets one of the, uh, the, what do we call them, miners. They're, in in China, people who play, will get paid to play massively multiplayer yeah, online see, games. I, I knew like nothing about and that. They'll so. just their goal is to just go out and harvest resources in the game mm-hmm. and then sell it for actual money. Okay. And so she meets one of them, and it's you know their relationship 
comes from that. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, it is. So that's a good one. That's a, and that's a newer one. Yeah. But it's very popular. Every time I put it on display, it just goes away very quickly. Mm-hmm. Do you know, if the, is that the only one by that author? Cory Doctorow has written a bunch of other stuff. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's written another graphic novel yet. Really? Though. Yeah. Huh, interesting. He has uh, For the Love of the Game or For the Game, which okay. is a book that's uh, kind of famous. But, okay. Yeah. Well, what I liked about it, um, I, I guess when I'm, when I'm picking up a graphic novel, and I think it's for any age, not uh-huh. just for YA, but I'm, art is always really important to me. Yeah. Like, is it, is it a cool, engaging art style? I don't like things that are sloppy or like, I think there's a fine line between like being cool stylized and just over the top, just too much. Right. You know, and I think in real life has a really good balance of that because it's not, it's not like photorealistic. It's definitely a, a style. Right. Um, and I think the you don't want too many too many word bubbles either. That's, that's the other thing. Like if you want to, if you're going to read a novel, read a novel. You don't want a graphic novel that's like ninety percent text because that that's it doesn't work. It doesn't that's work true. for the medium, so it kind of hey man gets away from it. This doesn't have anything to do with this, but I'm looking at Goodreads right now. Okay, and they're advertising the audiobook for Anna Karenina mm-hmm. as read by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Interesting. That's all. I guess. I mean, it's not really interesting. I'm just all right. Anyway, being, being let's let's talk about. Uh, this this is probably like the first young adult graphic novel I ever read. Okay. And this is after I got into like graphic novels and comic okay. books and everything. So it took me a while to actually read. This I read back in 2011. So it's called Blankets. Blankets by yeah. Craig Thompson. This one you're tired of hearing about, is that right? I, you well, said no. that once, and I've remembered that comment forever. Well, it was just one of those things. It was like I guess I think the thing with Blankets was they had it at the college you yes, worked at. Yes, but I think it came out at a time. Where graphic novels, I mean, 2003, okay. Yeah. But I feel like it was one of the early ones to be really, like, recognized. sort of universally recognized. It's like, this is something, this is yeah. good. So it was like, you know, anywhere you went, anytime you're talking about graphic novels, any list of, like, the best graphic novels, yeah. there's blankets. Blankets, yeah. So it got a lot of play when it got a lot of controversy, it, too. Yeah. Because it does have nudity. Yeah. So, um, but I it actually is, haven't read it. It is considered a young adult graphic novel because it's just about a teenager growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and meeting a girl and um, everything. It's actually, I gave it five stars. In fact, every friend I have on Goodreads has given it five stars, except for all the book's own Ben Lehman. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, our provider musical, of songs. musical maestro. But he only gave it four stars. Mm. So, Ben, what the heck? Yes. Yeah, he doesn't even have a review here for me no, to figure out what's going on. He doesn't. But everybody likes it. Yeah. I mean, it has a four-star yeah, you're rating right. on. Do you think I would like it? See, I don't know. Yes. Okay. No, I don't know. I can't tell because. Do you know? Give me a little. Talk a little bit about the plot. I Blankets know, I isn't. Nothing about the plot. Really, a com- it's not a comedy. Okay. It is kind of like a melodrama. It's about a boy who goes to a camp and meets a girl, and just the idea of growing up and having this long-term relationship, having his first girlfriend, okay. falling out of his uh, Christian faith, dealing with his brother. They have kind of this dark past, um, you know, and his parents, and just, just life. Um, so it's just kind of you know. There's a lot of like hard truths in there about him, and he it's kind of sad. Hmm. So it's not like laugh out loud fi- funny. Okay, um, but it's really good. Would you say that is that's just like your first real experience with YA graphics, or would you say that's that was the? Year? I mean, I had I had read Ghost World before that. Oh, okay, I know um, that I haven't read it, but it was probably one of the first. It was just at the library, and I remember like hearing about it or seeing it somewhere. So I was like, I'll get this and check it out. Because usually I stayed away from anything that was non-superhero. Okay. But this was at a time when I was like, I'm going to check other Broad stuff out. Broad Horizon. Yeah. Nice. So it was good. Well, see, that's it's, good, though. It's right huge. There. 
Yeah, it's it a is, huge it book. Big. It looks like a novel. Uh, what does it say right here? Five hundred and ninety-two pages yeah. of one book. Well, I think you hit on something interesting there, though, because you you were into comic books, you were into superheroes, uh-huh. but this appealed to you because yeah. it was a medium that you recognized, and you mm-hmm. weren't scared off by the length. If it were just a novel, you probably wouldn't have picked it that's up. That's true. So I think that's, at that age, no, definitely. But I think that's a strong, you know. You know, people sometimes have attitudes about graphic novels. Yeah. They're just stupid and silly. But I think what you said right there is a really good illustration of how powerful they can be. Yeah. Because, you know, they, they have things that deal with real serious mm-hmm. issues. And they do it in a medium that, you know, younger people mm-hmm. or even people who just aren't big readers yeah. might find, Look, you know, uh, appealing and, and accessible. So. We were just talking about Cory Doctorow yeah. for In Real Life. Mm-hmm. He has that in real life and he has the book... Uh, for the win, and mm, I can yeah, okay. I'll put both on display, mm-hmm. and in real life will go out five times before anyone even yeah. looks at the back of for the game. Yeah. So there, there's a big thing there, uh, but yeah. Uh, but I always feel like we need to get blankets in our collection. Yeah, still. we should. But that's because we don't I have enough controversy. Feel like, you know, reading is reading. I think it's important for yeah. people to read, and if and if graphic novels and comic books are what they want to read, then yeah. I think that is a great start, and I think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. Nice man. Do you have some other favorites? Really hard. Well, let me tell you this. This I would say, like when I when I look through the things, thinking about the things I've mm-hmm. read, I would probably say Brian Lee O'Malley, Scott Pilgrim. All right, is, I, I have that open here. Tippity top. Scott Pilgrim is great. Scott Pilgrim is almost like a perfect work of art. It's true. It's six volumes. Yeah. Uh, they've recut. They've colored it now. Yeah, you can get the color. Yeah, originally, it's just black and white, yeah. but it's very effective. Yes, and it's funny too because color, like one of the main characters, Ramona, uh-huh. a big thing is that she's always changing, and her hair is a different color every time. Yeah, and you, it's you just black and white. Yeah, you, know, you, so really... you just accept it. Yeah, you know. So, but but they go back and they color it. And it's yeah. just you know, it's sort of you don't even realize that it, yeah. it was a thing. But Scott Pilgrim is hilarious. It's heartfelt. Yeah, it uh. That's a lot of like emotion in there it for is. something about a guy who's like beating up ex yeah. or his girlfriend's ex boyfriends and yeah. turning them into coins. Right. So right. I I saw the movie first. Oh. The movie okay. came out. I went out with some friends to see it. Didn't really know anything that okay. was about outside. It was him fighting these the uh, the evil exes of his uh, girlfriend, mm-hmm. and like I couldn't. It was just so crazy, yeah. and I, I loved it. And so then you lent me graphics. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh wow. And I devoured okay. them. Nice. So. I, I read those as they came out. Really? I remember finding the first one in uh, Borders. Yeah. And it was the only, you know, that, that was it. It was just only yeah. one, you know, and I loved it. And yeah. I just had to, like, sit there and wait. Yeah. So I had read them all before I saw the movie. So yeah. I was excited. I think feel like the movie lives up to the books. It does a really good job, yeah. It does. So that came out in 2004, and I think it's been a big influence on a lot of stuff that's come out. I think, oh, yeah. I mean... In Real Life came out in 2014. I, I think you can't get to In Real Life without no. Scott Pilgrim. Well, I mean, I know that I, when I finished when I finished uh, Volume 6, I sp- spent a lot of time being like, well, what else is Scott yeah, Pilgrim like? I, know, you know, right? I kept trying to find it, yeah. and I never have. Yeah. Um, the closest I ever came was Side Scrollers. Side Scrollers, yeah, that's very <laughs> Scott Pilgrim It is. It's funny. That that has some like serious laugh out loud. Side, side Scrollers is just about three friends. I don't even know what to say the plot is. They're just trying to survive yeah, a day no. with bullies and girls and all this it, stuff. It was sort of similar to the humor of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. It certainly wasn't, didn't have the depth. No, you know, no, it did not like, have the emotion. You know. And it's funny, too, because I only check when it came out. Side-scrollers? Yeah. 
Oh, I just closed my tab. I can't see. Okay. Well, anyway, it's uh, they, they talk about like a green ketchup, and they keep talking about like Darth Maul and yeah. Zima. Yeah, it's very nineteen ninety. They're on their call waiting and stuff, so yeah. it's like super dated. Yeah. But that's a funny one. That's, so. that's borderline like uh, not teen. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's a lot of fun. Hey, let's see if uh, our friend Ben. Well, you should just go through and see everything that Ben rated. Yeah, just... Ben gave the first volume four stars. Of Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, without any explanation. He can't, he can't be pleased. I so just, everyone uh... else I follow gave it five stars. Yeah. Except for Ben. Yeah. What are All you going right. to do? What are you going to do? All right, let's see. Well, I'm going to talk about, it's a brand new one. It just came out this year, but okay. I definitely felt the Scott Pilgrim uh, vibe to it. It's called Lucky Penny by uh, oh, yeah. Anna. I've got, it. I've got it right on my shelf here. And it's Hirsch. Uh, Illustrated by Yuko Ota. It looks very Scott. It, the the, the art, art is very Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, the th- last third of the book takes like a completely different turn than what mm. the rest of the comic feels like yeah, it's doing. Yeah, my wife said that. Um, and then it feels like it suddenly becomes Scott Pilgrim. Oh. But th- oh. this, it's, it's funny. It's about a girl. Um, she's in her 20s. She lives in a uh, storage Van unit. down by the river. She lives in a storage oh. unit. Uh, it's just a story of her, I guess, kind of getting her life together, meeting a guy... Uh, her best friend moves away, so uh, she's just down on her luck. She has very bad luck. Okay. But it, it's so funny. I laughed out loud reading. There was a Dungeons and Dragons bo- uh, joke in there that caused me to laugh out loud so hard I had to put the book down and stop laughing. There's a Chiggers, the one that I read by Hope Larson. Uh-huh. Uh, that has some D&D stuff that, that I thought you would enjoy. There, there's a line where she calls, where she keeps getting critical fails with the guy, <laughs> and she leans into a kid and calls him a critical fail. And it just burned. It, it, it was just I guess. too much. Yeah. But it's you, great. I bet you and Gary Gygax left hysterically. <laughs> well, time. Gary Gygax is gone now. He okay. Died. Doesn't mean he can't enjoy things. That's true. Um, he, what does that sound? I don't know. They're doing some maintenance work. If you guys hear that weird buzzing drilling it's sound. It's not Nick. It's not, no, it's not me. <laughs> no. Um, well, that is a weird sound. I know. Um, Lucky Penny, we got it probably in April, our copy. Mm-hmm. It's checked, like, it only stays on the shelf for, like, a day. Yeah. It's very popular right now. That's great. But, I mean, it has a very, like, appealing cover to it, and the art is very fun. It's a, so it's a pretty fun read. Yeah, that's how so, it um, Well, Chigger- I didn't get to look to see if Ben had done it. I don't think Ben has read it. Probably not. So Chiggers was pretty good. It's about, it's just about a summer camp. It's okay. like friends at a summer camp, yeah. and that's... That's the extent of it. But it was funny. Uh, it was black and white, like Scott Pilgrim. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think, I don't know, I think you'd enjoy it. Okay. It's worth checking out. Let's, was that, is that the YA? That's an YA Yeah, it is okay. YA. Hey, what, before we, before we move on from Scott Pilgrim entirely, have you read the other, Brian O'Malley's no. other stuff? No. Nope. Lost, Lost at, at Sea and uh, Second. 31 Seconds. Seconds, yeah. I haven't read them. Seconds is good. It's Wait, weird. not 31 Seconds. 31 Seconds is a band 31 seconds to mars okay. i don't care I don't know. look <laughs> seconds is good it's kind of it's it's weird and, okay. and sort of like trippy uh-huh. uh, i didn't like lost at sea so much but i wouldn't really classify either of those as ya they're sort okay. of borderline especially lost at sea but all right let's get to some uh two of the heavier hitters because they're not funny okay but so uh ben also gave this four <laughs> stars uh on behalf of all the books i'd like to apologize yeah. to ben <laughs> Uh, Persepolis, the story of a childhood. Oh, I've seen the movie, but I've Marjane, never uh, oh boy. Sadrapi? I thought the movie was very good. Really? Yeah. That's animated. Yeah, it is. But it's an adult movie. This is about, But it's uh, very comic booky. Like, the style is, right. is really, it's just like the books. Yeah, it's about a girl, uh, growing up in Iran during yeah. the Islamic Revolution. Yeah. And, uh, just how it was hard to be a kid. Just with her yeah. parents, just with that. But it's so, a great window into something yeah. that most people it's, don't know anything it's about. It's really interesting because, like, 
while she's also dealing with all that and, you know, all these rights are being taken away and it's all this violence outside, she's also still dealing with just being, like, yeah. a teen. Yeah. And just, like, she goes down to the basement to smoke a cigarette so her parents won't find out. Right. She, so it's, it's – a lot of it is still very relatable, but it is – it's uh, – this is one of those uh, challenge books mm. because it has – it depicts some, you know, uh, hard stuff. But it's – I mean, you, you got to give it to a kid so they can just see what's going on yeah. uh, with people because it really is – a, a great view into it. So I don't know what it did to earn only four stars from Ben. I don't either. But, uh, and then Mouse, A Survivor's mm. Tale. This is this, uh, the book where uh, the writer, Art Spildman, interviewed his father and then just illustrated it yeah. as mice uh, and the Germans were cats yeah. and all this. Another one. I've, you, you've read both volumes? Yeah. Okay. So it's very good. I mean, and this is definitely one like, you know, there are people, I mean, World War II is usually kind of easy to get a kid to read something about it. Um, but this, you know, would be a great way if a kid just doesn't want to read. Mm-hmm. Mouse is a lot more appealing. I would okay. So it's definitely dark. It definitely doesn't, like, you know, cut any corners, okay. soften anything. It's still there. So You know, I wasn't wild about... Um, Mary? <laughs> Lumberjanes. Okay, so now we're moving on to Lumberjanes. Lumberjanes. Did you hear more about Mouse? No, I, I didn't. Okay. By Noelle Stevens. Yeah. Uh, what did I... Oh, I only gave the first volume four stars. I've become a Ben. Yeah, yeah. Ben Lehman. Classic Ben. No, Lumberjanes. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, when I read it, I thought it was just going to be a story about a bunch of girls at a summer camp. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, summer camp life. But yeah. it's, it's very fantastical. Yeah. And, like, there's, like, monsters and all this other stuff they have to fight. It's very... It just kind of came out of left field for me. Yeah. I, I didn't find it appealing. Okay. Um... Have but, you read how many volumes? Three? I've Three read volumes? the first two volumes. The okay. third volume is in our collection. Volume four just came out. Okay. Uh, but they're, it's very popular. It's, Are you going to stick with it? Do you yeah. Think? Oh, okay. me personally? Yeah. I might. Um, Giant Days has kind of stolen my heart. Uh, yeah, that's been... The, we, we, we had some reader responses on yeah. that, and Giant Days definitely was at the top of the list of but, uh, what, our, what our listeners Lumberjanes is definitely one I would give uh, two okay. people if they were asking, um, especially young girls looking for that. Cause giant days is, it's humor is a little bit more adult cause it's college kids and these are high schoolers yeah. or so. Yeah. You know, giant days that oh, well, I can wait, go on. No, I'm just, um, Noel Stevenson. She also wrote the graphic novel, uh, Nimona, which mm-hmm. is also very popular. It's, oh, about a, oh, okay. it's a fantasy book about, uh, a girl who wants to be the sidekick to a evil mastermind. Okay. Um, it used to be a web comic, but then it became a graphic novel and it's a pretty big deal. Hmm. Um, but, didn't you uh, raffle a copy off recently? Yeah, Nimona okay. went along with In Real Life. Okay. Uh, Lumberjanes is interesting because it just crossed over with uh, Gotham Academy, the DC Did comic. It? Yeah, they oh, have, wow. there's a Lumberjanes-Gotham Academy crossover now. Weird. So it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, the, uh, Lumberjanes and uh, Nimona are very big ones right now. Okay. But let's get to Giant Days because I love it. Yeah, I know. that's It's, it's sweeping the nation, I think. Yeah. It's one of my wife's absolute favorite things. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, like, I read it, and I don't know that, I don't know what exactly would classify that as YA. I mean, they're not kids. It's not really, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't scream to me. Like, well, Young Adult also includes, like, the college age. The college age. Yeah. I mean, you're 18 and 19 in your college yeah. age, too. That's true. For most people, not me. I was, yeah, like, 25. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But no, I, I would still put it in there. It's just about... I mean, I they're, they're, they're freshmen in college. Right. They're, yeah. you know, surviving off ramen. Out there Such a funny comic. It just cracks me up all the time. Every panel has, like, a line. I just can't. Yeah, I was, I was reading something else my wife was reading, and she laughed out loud many a time. Yeah, so, so this one, it's too bad. Two volumes There's out. only two volumes. The third one doesn't come out until October. Yeah. It's too long, man. It's a long wait. So it reminds me of some of the cartoon, the animated series I used to watch at the 
like late at night on uh, Comedy Central because they acquired a bunch of like lost shows that got canceled. Oh. So they were showing stuff. It just kind of has like a clone high, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, freshman or whatever it was called. Anyway, it, it just cracks me up. This one I suggest to anybody who's like, I want to read a graphic novel mm-hmm. if they don't like superheroes or something. I used to be like Fables or Sandman. Now I'm just like Giant Days. Mm. Just read Giant Days. It's so funny. Nice. So it's probably more approachable than something like like Scott Pilgrim because yeah. there's nothing it's real world it's, I mean it's pretty, yeah, it it's gets wacky super, yeah. but it's it's way more wor- real yeah, world it's just than, normal it's yeah. not uh, you know it's not like the Lumberjanes twist where yeah. um, so let's see is there one that you've read that you want to talk about not really I mean I, we couldn't we couldn't get through this without me talking about Archie because I'm always a I don't alright go ahead fan. say something about Archie but, well, I would just say... We do put all our Archie comics in the young adult, so you're well, right. That's where they go. I know. I don't know Archie meets Glee. They're all high school. <laughs> high school yeah. age. Uh, I mean, I love the strips. I love just the regular old comic yeah. strip. We have a couple of graphic novels here in our collection. Yeah, the one where um, he marries... Uh, he dates... What's her name? Yeah, that's the one I was going to talk about. Rock and Roll Romance. That's uh, Archie dates Valerie from Josie. Valerie from Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah. yeah. I, that's my favorite. I'm like, going to read that one. You should. If I was going to pick one that's not, because normally they're just, there's comic strips, they're just comic strip style and there's no continuity really. Right. So they have a few of these like actual graphic novels that tell a full complete story. <laughs> and Rock and Roll Romance is yeah. one of those. And if I was going to choose a favorite like cohesive yeah. story from Archie, it would be Rock and Roll Romance. Okay. So I also, I read our Josie and the Pussycats. I haven't read the new Mark Wade Archie yet. Yeah. And you asked me that yet. so much to get it. I know I picked it up and it just was so un-Archie Are you going to read the I Jughead could... graphic novel? Like, Probably. Is out? There's okay. Betty and Veronica's out now too. Uh, but... Is there? All right. Well, yeah, I still like my whole life. I've loved Archie comics. Yeah, I used to pick like go to the comic store and get them out of the, like the quarter box right. and just pick up the uh, digest. Sometimes the double digests. Oh, wow, big so, spender. I love those, but I do love the uh, the the stories too. I read some good Halloween ones, but okay. I would say to pick one, I would say Rock and Roll Romance is my favorite. Okay. Um, all right. Well, here's some others that we have in the collection that okay. I just want to bring notice to. This one, Summer by Mariko. Uh, Tamaka and Jillian Tamaki. Uh, Jillian Tamaki also wrote a new uh, YA graph, uh, YA book that mm. we have in our collection as well. Okay. Ben gave this four stars. Just leave him alone. <laughs> um, it's good. It's about a, a it's a coming age story about two girls. Um, their parents take them to uh, this Rome? this lake. Um, Is it the Olsen twins? No, they're oh. they're they're friends. They they go to this uh, the Olsen friends. They go to this lake or the ocean um, during the summer. And they're one of the girls rose her mom and dad are having marital issues there's um there's these teen boys they like start paying attention to their friendship is strained they only see each other during the summer so they've changed a lot Hmm. so it's good it's one of those like make you feel something graphics not really like hilarious uh anya's anya's ghost by vera broskel it's about a girl who meets a ghost okay and just i always see i've seen that on the shelf a lot i've never it's a pretty popular one ben only gave it three stars Leave them alone. So, uh, but it, it's it's good. It's it's like a, it's a cute story. It's nice. not like you know. It's not really super. Uh, full. It's not full of depth. Okay. Too much. Um, it's not laugh out loud hilarious. But it's cute. You know. It's an easy give. Uh, Bad Island or Bad Island. I don't know who that is. Bad Island. Okay. I, I keep trying to pronounce the is for some reason. Like yeah. I never pronounced Island before. Uh, Doug Tenapple is a super popular graphic novelist. We don't have a lot of him in our collection. He wrote Bad Island and Ghostopolis, mm-hmm. but he also has one we added into our juvenile collection called uh, Tommy Saurus Rex about a boy who gets a dinosaur pet 
And that thing, we cannot keep on the shelf. We really? need to have, like, multiple copies. What about Robert Kirkman's Super Dinosaur? That's also very popular. Is it? You're right. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Anything with dinosaurs is super yeah. popular. Yeah. So we've been getting, we've been trying to get a little bit more of uh, his stuff. It's very colorful. It's very action Like, if, if you've read, if you have somebody who read, like, the Amulet graphic novels mm-hmm. and wanted to read something else like that, giving uh, him something like Doug Neville's stuff is a good call. So Okay. Uh, let's see. I've got Roller Girl, but we've already t- kind of talked about Roller Girl. It's very, uh, like you said, uh, what's her name? Telgemeier was like, Roller Girl's great. Yeah. So it's about a girl who starts, who wants to be in a roller derby. Yeah. So it's good. We talked about that in our, uh, the episode's called Winnie the Pooh Begins. I can't remember the number. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that was a lot. Because it won an award. Yeah. It was the first, uh, graphic to win that yeah, award. Yeah, it was. It was. When the Newberry Bar- Honor. Yeah, Newberry. So mm-hmm. it was a big one. But it was very good. And Drama by Renee Telgemeier. Because she usually writes juvenile stuff. The Babysitter's Club are in the juvenile section. So Smile and Sisters. Smile and Sisters. But Drama's a little bit uh, older. It's about a girl who works backstage at a school play. Which, I was a little disappointed. I thought we were going to cover more of, like, the life of... Pi? No, the life oh. of backstage in a the theater. I see. So I did read American Born Chinese. I want to talk about that real quick. Okay. It's very good. It's very... It's weird because there's some fantastical stuff and you think they're a side story. Mm-hmm. Like, or it, it brings a lot of stories together that you don't, you're not really sure how it's all going to connect at the end, but it does. It's really weird. I, I can't, like, I can't explain it without ruining a lot of the surprise. Okay. It's about a boy. He, he's um, the only Chinese-American student in the school. Um, and so, you know, he's just dealing with you know, racism and just growing up in general, his friendship. Um, he's trying to, you know, avoid stereotypes while still being himself. It's, it's a good story. It's, it's, uh, it's one of those, you know, shows you the life of others. Okay. Kind of transports you. Hmm. And Junior Braves of the Apocalypse is the last one. This is probably one of the newest ones we have. It came out in July. It's about a bunch of uh, Braves, like Cub Scouts. Uh, oh, okay. That go hiking in the woods, and when they come back, bad things have happened. What kind of apocalypse is it? It's it's a weird one. I didn't love it. The art wasn't great. The art was very sketchy and green. Oh. Like, the only color in it was black and green. Okay. And it was just different hues of them. Okay. So. White Donkey was basically white and green. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, this it was hard because I, rec- I couldn't tell which characters were who. And so, I didn't love it so much. Okay. And Joe the Barbarian by Grant Morrison. Conan the Barbarian. No, Joe the Barbarian. It's about a kid who has to get downstairs. He's stuck upstairs, but he has to get downstairs at his house. The problem is he's going into a diabetic shock. Oh. He needs to get sugar. So as he's going down, he's, go- he's dealing with all these like hallucinations because of the uh, diabetic shock on him. Wow. Um, so he's like fighting these hellhounds and lightning lords and going through castles, and there's like an actual dog. He forgot to shut his front door, so a like, mean dog actually came into the house. And so like he sees... It's just a very... like. For a while, you're like, is this really happening? And then you realize it's just, you know, him dealing with low blood sugar. That's not, do we have that? No, it's really good, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get this in the next batch of... Uh, mm. Well, more. according to you, it's only three stars good. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. If Ben so, was here, I don't know what yeah, it would look no. like. Uh-uh. So, all right. Uh-uh. Well, I'm going to get, I'm have to get that in the next batch of uh, graphics along with Jughead. Yeah. So. Jughead. All right. So, as we wrap up, yeah. let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Somebody... Ooh, this is not their genre, this is not their right. thing, but they want to dip their toe in, mm-hmm. check it out, Right, go. Do I give them something funny? What's the most approachable? <sighs> I guess it feels like Giant Days okay. is one. Um, 
in real life is probably the one of the best ones mm-hmm. and like one of the really well, in real life is so dependent on like the video game culture. I feel like that's so true. If you don't, if you don't have any interest yeah. in that, I don't. I guess if I was trying to show somebody that you can still tell like really good stories, I'd probably give uh, this one summer. Oh, okay. Because it's just a good, you know, it shows okay. you that it's it's kind of like blankets, but not as long as blankets, and a, okay. a little bit less so, controversial. So this one summer and Giant Days would be among your tops for the uninitiated yeah. into this. Show. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. So, and I mean, it's we get. What do we have? We have the Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Oh, uh-huh. Those are graphic novels. We have those. Those are popular. The Graveyard Book by Neil Gaiman has mm-hmm. been turned into a graphic. And Coraline. Those ones check out all the time. I picked up Coraline, but it looks so creepy. I put it back. There. Really? Yeah. That that the Coraline graphic novel is always checking out. So really? is uh the Wrinkle in Time graphic novel we have. A lot of the uh, like graphic novelizations of like classic books or like these other books are also very popular. I haven't read too many of them because I prefer reading the books themselves, and then I just don't want to reread the same story. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, a lot of times they get picked up. I thought Coraline so. was just a graphic novel. Maybe it is. I think it is. Maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll have to All save right. that for our yeah. game and talk. That's a mystery. Okay. So, hey, that's right. Do you have out. any? Do we have any readers' opinions? Listeners. For yeah. Online for this, yeah. Uh, well, I think Giant Days made the top. I okay, think that was the tippity top. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you have coming up for library stuff? Uh, you got your book club. This is the uh, last. No, this is life. the second to last week. Yeah. Yep. The in real life graphic novel book club is Tuesday at five thirty, and still then, time to read it. Tuesday the twenty sixth. The twenty sixth, okay. and then the um, the second at five thirty, we've got the uh, Eye of Minds book club. Oh, that's okay. by James Nashner. It's the first book Dash. of his. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And then we're showing uh, Fifth Wave Friday, uh, the movie Fifth Wave Friday. Yeah. And then August 3rd, we're showing Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods for Same. Anime Club. You gotta get some Pokemon in there. Everybody's going I know. I just Poke bought the crazy. library some Pokemon movies. Good. I know. I had to. Okay. Um, and then we've, I mean, and then at the end, we've, you know, we're going to draw and see who gets the Kindle Fire in Exciting. two weeks. Exciting, yeah. So I got mine, too. I got my, uh, my Barnes & Noble tablet. Yeah. This week's away. prizes for the young adults, uh, the teen summer reading, is two graphic novels, one being Justice League Volume 1 from the New 52 and the Civil War graphic novel. Okay. And then we have uh, The Fifth Wave on DVD and Wreck This Journal. It's a journal that you like write through, but you also like tear it up and do all this other stuff Exciting. to it. Exciting. Yeah. All right, cool. So. Well, uh, I just did my drawing today for this week, nice. and the winner... <laughs> Was Stacy Weatherly? So congratulations, congratulations. Stacy! And uh, for this week it, in uh, adult programs, on the twenty sixth Tuesday, we have the Fiber Arts Guild is coming in doing an intro to felting class. Sure, uh, there is a, I think a three dollar cost to that. Okay, but it's, it looks like a fun a fun class that they're doing. Uh, we're showing for our senior citizen matinee. We're showing Field of Dreams uh-huh. uh, Tuesday the twenty sixth at two o'clock. Oh, it's good. Okay. Wednesday, our kids matinee at ten thirty. Wednesday the twenty seventh, we are showing racing uh, strike. Racing strike. It's about the zebra. Zebra. Yep. Somebody is in it. That's kind of funny that they're. Well, in. I don't remember. The book clubs are currently reading Deal Breaker by Harlan Coben yeah. and Light and Ruins by Chris Mahalian. So you can mm. join in on that anytime. Yeah. Summer reading programs just got a little bit more time yet, so you can still sign up. We still yeah. have a few tote bags left, mm-hmm. and then of course the book still still up yeah. and running. So special thanks to our guest uh, Ben Lehman. For joining yeah. us on that yeah. YA just, graphic just, novel yeah. spotlight, he was, yeah, he was excellent. So he was excellent. He was really just your punching bag. No, he, so. he was all right. No, he had a few good. Nothing. You said nothing nice about. No, him. he had a few good bits. 
No. No, I said that thing and like, oh. You're, you're rewriting it because you feel bad. Nah, I don't feel bad. Oh, okay, good. We All play right. his music every episode. That's true. People are going to be like, where can I buy this song? I you got to talk to Ben Lehman. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to drop a single. Yeah. We are talking Neil Gaiman <laughs> in a couple weeks, so you still have yeah. time to give us your thoughts on Neil Gaiman. Yeah. We like we like plenty of those. Yeah. So What are we going to do next Anything week, Anything you've read, I don't know, it's up to us. Sky's 50th episode. So send us send us your thoughts on Neil Gaiman. You can contact us at Twitter at All the Book Show, Facebook at David A. Howe Public Library, uh, email. You can email us at Wellsville at stls.org. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, yeah. YouTube, yeah. Angelica Radio Stations, Wednesday at 9. You can find us all over the place. And remember, yeah. rate us on iTunes because yeah. we need it. And, and remember, tell your friends. Party, like tomorrow's party, won't arrive. Thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> no problem, man. All right. So, well, we'll see you next week for episode 50. Ben, oh play us God. out. Yeah.